0: Uh, we're in precious Vayera, and uh, the last mimer in precious Vayera we'll see today on page test Zayin, pretty close to the beginning of the book, page test 9 Vayera, I love Hashem, Hashem appeared to Avraham, et cetera, kechom hayom, at the heat of the day. Next page, i want do one more page, it's the last minute. right here. Pirush Rashi's Sorry, Pirush Rashizal, on. Lo knows some Rashi explains there that why does it mention that Abraham was there the elone mamre and the plains of Mamre? Mamre was a person. Why is he mentioned? And he says Rashi that Mamre gave Abraham Avinu a certain eitzah, a certain bit of counsel about the But he fiqah nigla elovda talkal and therefore Hashem appear to Abraham in the Chalak, in the portion of Mamre, the plains of Mamre. This is something difficult to understand. And this question is raised by the new portion. Did Abraham need an eczah, advice from Amre, to fulfill Hashem's commandment to do the bread? Hashem told Avraham to do the bris, he did the bris. He didn't need you know Mamre's two cents. What does it mean? Well, there's a lot said about that. He's gonna look at it Avoda. Avoda. Try and understand this in a way which will teach us about our own service of Hakadashpura. Shayadua, because it is known, Shahatura the the Torah is always teaching us something a way as to how to serve God so in this story so to speak the real life event we can learn something that will bear on our own also if we look back at the previous parasha and the way it concludes and it says, Miknas When Abraham is circumcising all the members of his household, it, it gives different categories for people who he, he circumcises. Gimel Madregos. There are three levels, three categories of people there that were circumcised. So let's try and understand this in a way of of Hashem. it is known. Shayesh Gimel Bchinas Aralos. There are three types of orla of foreskin. Asher mutol musake haadam and it is a person's responsibility to fix them and to remove them. V'nikraim and they are called they are called orel leiv. There's the foreskin which covers our heart. Orel basor the foreskin that covers our flesh sign, and the foreskin of our lips now we of course are most familiar with the foreskin of the flesh because that's what we cut off for a brismila that's what we call orla. but there are two other kinds there's the heart and there's the mouth also he's going to talk about all these three things Ubederah Klaal in general, when we refer to them, there are two covenants, two kinds of bris, where a person must become complete in both of these areas. One is called the bris of the tongue, and the other is called the bris of the flesh the two general kinds of risks. So we're talking about the power of speech, and we're also talking <coughs> about emotion, passion, sexuality. The second one. <laughs> the person who's called arasfasayim, that means that he somehow hurt or defected his abris haloshan, his covenant of speech. And because he's not speaking properly, then he's causing his breath haloshan to have orla there, something thick, impenetrable, there, getting in his way. As so so he'll explain in a minute. Any, as as By Moshe Rabbeinu, right, right. We have a tradition that Moshe Rabbeinu is like referring to a particular. Aveira is a sign that he uh, was uh, that, uh, referring right. to that he afraid like would affect his mission. I don't know that he's referring to a, um, an Aveira. I've never seen it brought that he was referring to an Aveira. But it, it kind of brings out that question. But not to, not to my knowledge. Shall Yudei Zenich? Nifkam Diburo says, what happens if a person misuses the gift of speech? So we speak negatively about people or we lie. or What happens to us then? Then so we create a Pagan. Sha'af Diburei Torah U'tfila Mipiv Hain So that even when we do speak holy words like Torah or Davening, they're lifeless because we've already misused our gift of speech and if we misuse it it creates an impairment and even when we're trying to use it in a spiritually edifying way it's going to be losing it's going to be lacking life vitality what, what are we we talking about creating <coughs> yeah either a defect or an impairment right but it can, it, it is temporary. It can be rectified, right? Which he's going to address a little bit. Right. We're going to try and rectify it. Rak hasaf So, what does that mean when our words are lacking life? It means that they're just from the lips and outward. There's no content. Just completely external speech. No content. <coughs> It doesn't seem like it, right? It does not have enough tofen to do that. On <laughs> This is a you know a spiritual insight. It's also a, a very profound, I think, personality insight. too. of course, they go hand in hand. That the bris, the covenant that we keep in regards to our speech, is related the covenant of our flesh meaning our bris human speech and human sexuality he says are directly related to each other v'yoduah misform kedoshim now he explains a certain process asher mi bris haloshim. if a person misuses speech they will eventually also have a pagam in the area of sexuality, what he calls brisham or the brisha of the flesh. The nikra are all blessed And then he is called that he still has a foreskin on his flesh. Now of course he has a brismila, you don't see it there physically. He's talking about a spiritual thing here. That when one misuses speech the consequence of that is that we're gonna get messed up also when it comes to sexual sexuality also. You could look at that, and this is just a uh, speculation on my part, that they're both intrinsically creative processes. Hashem created the world through speech, by Yom Reloqim, New Yor. Human speech is a creative process. Sexuality is a creative process. It creates love, creates closeness, and could create children. So when one of those processes of, cre- of creativity, which is speech, is misused, that affects the whole system. And then the other manifestation of that process, sexuality, is going to be affected by that. That's one way to look at it. He didn't say that. That was one way to look at that. He just made the equation. Yes, Mark? Hey, let me see if this right in other words, if someone is saying, what we call a habitual Russian horror, or horror, it's going on frequently, right. and there's no way to rehabilitate does that mean that there is some other uh, aspect that you had discussed earlier, a uh, problem? It's very possible that there would be a lot of other, other, other problems again. as well. I don't want to say it in a categoric fashion, then. very possible that there's another problem there. Oh, okay. So what happens then? step number three is that your heart becomes closed off insensitive emotionally unable to feel like you're morally vacant <speaking in Hebrew> that's what I swarm called timtum alev a phrase that we've seen many times the heart is clogged up it's closed over there's like a numbness a lack of sensitivity. And he says it's three steps. It's speech. By misusing that, we then <coughs> also have an impairment in our sexuality. There's something wrong about our priorities or our re- abilities to relate to our spouse in that way. Or, I mean, and then, a person becomes emotionally closed off. Tim tum And that, I think, also is, is quite clear. That as a person starts to become to go down, you know, that path of spiritual degradation, they're no longer capable of feelings of spiritual elevation. And you know, you have you you have a society where you have people who have no conscience. That's the extreme, no conscience, uh, no real identity with. Right and wrong intellectually or emotionally. And of course, using an extreme extreme example, if you put it back to us, where are we emotionally numb, insensitive, dead? And what's the source of that insensitivity? And it, m- it might be this. Even if a person Maybe has an emotional awakening, they feel inspired by something, it doesn't last. that's because this person's heart has been spiritually closed off because they are too immersed in other physical desires. That's going to drain this person of their ability to feel spiritually. So it goes hand in hand. This is another aspect of it. Uh, if, if a person is emotionally immersed in immorality, they do not leave any room for their emotions of uh, spirituality. It says in the Pasuk, you will be you shall become tame to them, but Dorshu Razal and the Chachamim Darshan Unitam There's no aleph in that word. So the darshan of you will become closed up, emotionally. No. So he says, the Torah here, at the end of Parshas Lech Lecha is referring, teaching us to fix, rectify these three areas of orla, and those are the three categories of people that it says Abraham circumcised. Now remember, this is not Aldera Chapshat. He's talking Aldera Remes. He's alluding to these concepts. It's not the simple meaning of the verse. The Zehu. So the first one is, shebesa, All the people of Abraham's household. What does that represent? This refers to the bris of the flesh, meaning our bris mila, meaning sexuality zu ishta. The Midrash says, what does that mean? Anche Beso, the people of his house, zu ishta. That's your wife. Your wife is the person of your house. hu, the As he says many times, the tikkun in that area, because here's a relationship where not only is a sexual relationship sanctioned, but it's sanctified. It's Kedushin. So what does that mean, you're doing something wrong? It's right. You're with your wife. He says, the wrong part is how you go about it. And his idea of Kaddish is, Atzimahabimutrullah, sanctify yourself with that which is permitted to you. Are you caring about that other person? Are you thinking about that person? Their needs and are they thinking about you in the same way? Is there mutuality in that relationship? Is there love in that relationship? Is there selflessness in that relationship? All those things that come so much into play in an intimate relationship. So, sanctify yourself in that area which is permitted, and of course, only. <laughs> that the Shina will truly... Dwell amongst those two people. God wants man's ways. This is part of human nature, that relationship. God wants that. And to be and for that relationship to occur in such a way, where love is created. Right, powerful phrase. The, men, the, en- the, the members of your household should not be your enemies. Shouldn't be your uh, enemies. I don't know I don't know where that one's from and I, I, and I don't know the end of the quote therefore, the end of the passage I don't know what it is it's either a chazal or a and I don't know where it is there's a delicate line between right, exactly a healthy, you know, balanced relationship uh, <coughs> to be challenged by somebody in a uplifting way um, when two people become enemies that's way over the line. So he says that's the area of Kedusha in B'ris HaMa'ur. He wants to take that to the sexual relationship of a husband and wife and of course it includes the total relationship because it's all, it's all part of that. Kadesh has asked the problem the and I, I think the the part of it that he's stressing here is the, the intimacy and the warmth and the closeness that these are not two adversaries together, but that they're two people who are, who are friends. The next category is you elite bias. He, those people born into his household, said by Abraham Abinu. That hints to the bris of speech, elite bias. So the first word... Anchevesa? Bris ha, ha, Hamor. Oh. Yeah, Bris Hamor. The second one is Bris Halashen. Shaloyihiyah oro Sifasayim For a person not to misuse their speech. Shaloyihiyah hadibur Nola Mipunimius halav, So that our speech is born from the inner content of our heart. That is just beautiful one. There's no necro you leave by. That's what it means those who were born who were born of your house. Your house means your body. And who is born of your house? Your words. You, you give over a word, you have just given birth to a, a word. And there's that connection again between the creative process of speech and the other that we mentioned, sexuality. They're both Creative processes. That word was not around before. You said it, you produced a new being in the world. That's creativity, that's speech. You lead by it should come from the heart. And not simply from the lips and outward, uh, lacking any content. That's called that it was born on the outside. It does come from the yeah, do you have moletis dyes and moletis So I I'm, I don't know if it's there by the, by the end of Parshas us, But you do have both, yeah. You're not high to a certain side of Yeah, yeah, I just can't get the uh, kind of, maybe if someone open up the permission, just take a look at the end of Lachmaphat. <coughs> um, I don't think it's mentioned no, there. I don't think so. The Yasake Haada When a person then works on rectifying these two brisos, these covenants, both the one of speech and the one of sanctifying ourselves with that which is mutter, Shalo Araba so that we don't have orla foreskin, so to speak, on our flesh and on our lips. Mameela tikun then automatically one's heart will become open. So here he's suggesting that you don't go straight to the heart. You you might not get there, but there's a way to get to it. You fix your speech, elevate your speech, elevate your sexuality, then mamela, the consequence of that, is going to be your heart will open up. It's a direct consequence. Because that is an extension of the impairment of both of those bris. If you if you work on correcting them, your heart will be corrected as well. This, so yes. All about them. You put them on your heart, and then from there they'll go. it Doesn't say the about it. Yes with the, i mean—you have the differences between, I mean, there. People who are very precise and very right? careful with every word that they use, etc., and they very often very cut off from all of their feelings. And then there are people who are passionate and angry, and you know, right. things come out of their mouths that shouldn't be coming out of their mouths, etc., and You can't say they're cut off from their feelings. <laughs> Maybe they're dealing with their feelings in a long way. Yeah. So I mean, how, right. how we I think that's it. Yeah, you know, it doesn't just mean the ability to you know to speak, but it's the ability to speak in a way which is edifying, which is uplifting. It's not just verbalization, but it's um, appropriate, elevated kedusha verbalization. You can have a person who's really careful with their words, like you said, but they're not thinking about you know. Right, wrong, per se, in Torah terms, it's other things that is guiding that very strict definitions of what they say. now we're talking about one's words in terms of tov and ra, or necessary and unnecessary, as far as the Torah would say. And you could have a person who's very, you know, verbal and articulate, and you know, extremely um, at the same time in touch with their feelings and able to say their feelings well and I think we could have a person who's much more uh, sparing with their words and be just as in touch because it's a matter of how you use them based on your personality. What we're really looking for is the pathway to the heart. Yes. Yeah, he's trying to say how do you in this mimer as I see it this will eventually open up a person's heart. interesting. Very powerful idea. It seems to me that, that, like our relationship with Hashem, the heart is not whether or not it opens, is a direct. It's like more of an indirect process. You got to do certain things, and then the heart will right. in turn open. And we have a we have faith, we have right. the in that it will open. Right. Sometimes it you know, wait to you know, That seems like it's too long. Or right. Know, or right. But uh, but it requires consistency. Faith, faith in our own heart. Okay, good. Very good point. So he says, Umiknas keseth me'es ben ne'chor, This is also the Derek Remes. <coughs> Those acquisitions that he had through money, literally, from the nations around him. That's just a shot. What's the idea? Shemura al-Bethinas aral That refers to the orla over the heart. Shekoseif umisa elatavas nehar. A person whose heart is desirous and has things that it is, you might say, tempted or strongly you know, attached to, but they may be all the wrong things. So, you know, they are emotionally feeling, but it's completely misguided nimolu so itov says that all of those things as a result of the others will be circumcised as well The es orlas nimogam orlas when we circumcise, so to speak, our mouth and our sexuality then mamela automatically orlas halev, where our passions are attached to will be altered so we have a certain habit so that our passions are attached to certain things, not all of them good. And we may not be able to alter that, but if we take this path, they will be altered. If we watch our speech and watch our sexuality in those creative areas, our passions will be redirected. And that the covering of the heart will be removed. Bishayakabal Hisaurus Bilavavo. It will open up our hearts to receiving inspiration. Ligalos Hanakuda Hapnimit to reveal the inner uh, essence of the heart. Ayudehadiburim Hayotsi Min Halev, words that flow from the heart, Yihyutnasimel and they will return to the heart Lihas Nisha Rishimo Akolhayom and it will affect us the whole day, not just for that moment. As it says, "You shall circumcise the orla of your heart." So that's a a, a that he says here, which I think is just uh, one of his most uh, amazing thoughts, if I could venture to say, say so. Say so that he says on that hazal that "Divorim hayotsi halev Words that come out of the heart, they go into the heart. He says, "It's your own heart." The Pshat of that is that if I say something from my heart, it's going to go into your heart, and vice versa. That's Pshat. He says, it also works like this. If I say something from my heart, it's going to go back into my heart too. It will affect my inner heart. And that that comes from the redirected passions of a person as a result of the Tikkun of speech and the Tikkun of Kadeshi's uh, The next part is the, kind of the different idea the next section of it but this this covers this part of it. Anybody have any comments? I just um, usually (laughs) uh, the concept of flush on the road is uh, is advanced by the idea that you know this is something that that you do because it's uh, um, it's, uh, an external thing, a community norm to, 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 to everybody this is also a second way to look at that it's, it's also you know figure out health right, right. And, and like many mythos, you know, there are many layers you know of positive effects that it will have both in terms of the society and in terms of the individual and that's the point it's not just going to benefit society it's the prison's own spiritual growth. Yes, Joshua, you the me. Yes,